welcome to Relationship Minibooks Podcast. We're really excited that you could join us. Our desire is to empower you to have exceptional relationships. We hope you enjoyed this program. There's an ancient saying that goes, if the blind lead the blind, they fall into a ditch. The question you should ask yourself is this, who is leading you in your relationship? Who are you modeling your relationship after? Who are you taking advice from? Well, some of you may say, well, I'm not taking advice from anybody. I'm just winging it. (laughs) Well, I tell you, relationships will test you. And if you're just winging that test, you will fail miserably. And if you fail the test that relationships give you, you will have to repeat the test again and again and again. That's akin to you going around in a circle, wondering why the same thing keeps on happening to you. No, you don't want to wing your relationship. What you want to do is be led. Now, the question you have to ask yourself is, who's leading me? Well, if you allow people to lead you, you'll fall into a ditch. The reason is because we really don't know what we're doing. Let's just admit it. You don't know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. We all don't know what we're doing. If we did as people in general, then we wouldn't have the stats that we do for relationships. Just consider it. About half of every single marriage ends in divorce. For those marriages that don't end in divorce, there's been a high rate of infidelity. And for those that don't have infidelity, people are pretty much miserable. The rate of divorce is high for people in in zero to five years of marriage. It's also high for people with 10 years or less of marriage. And even I know a lot of people are divorcing after the kids leave because they've lost their sense of identity. So people are still divorcing even after 40 years of marriage. That is pitiful. That is bad. Now, though we may not know what we're doing when it comes to relationship, I'll tell you somebody that knows what he's doing when it comes to relationship. That person is God. I said this once to somebody and they said to me, Well, Emmanuel... What's God got to do with it? And I simply answered, everything. They looked at me funny, and then I had to explain what I meant. See, when we talk about God, the word God actually means overseer of affairs. And when you talk of the God of the universe, we're talking about three distinct persons here. We're talking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us that they are equal, but they're not the same. In fact, somebody once said the Father is all-knowledgeable, the Son is all-powerful, and the Spirit is all-present. Though they're three distinct people, they act as one. That's why we say God is one. And they've been doing this since the beginning of creation. And it is because of them that the universe has been held together. Now consider this. What if they actually fought? Imagine what would happen to the universe. Perhaps you and I would not be around right now. But since the universe has always existed, and they've been ruling the universe, we know that they have never fought, they've always agreed with one another. Can you imagine that? Three people in a relationship that are equal and not the same, always agreeing with each other, always helping each other, always serving each other, always being selfless towards each other, always humble towards each other, always trusting each other. That is unheard of. Can you do that even for 20 minutes with your partner? Well, they've been doing it within their relationship 
since time began. That is something to take note of. They hold all the records for relationships. And that's why we also say God is love. That means when you take a look at the three members that make up God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, you see an image of love because that is what love is supposed to look like. So people ask me all the time, why do you talk about God when you're talking about relationships? It's very easy. It's because no matter what you think about God, he is great when it comes to relationships. And he has the record just to prove it. Now, what if I told you that there was a couple with 50 years of marriage and they were still madly in love? I bet you would go to them and take a pen and paper and start writing down whatever they told you. If that's the case, why wouldn't you do the same thing and listen eagerly to what God has to say when it comes to relationships, especially considering his track record? But you may say, you know, Emmanuel, I know many Christians and They follow God and their relationships are just terrible. In fact, it's worse than what I've ever seen before. I mean, they're getting divorced like we're getting divorced. It doesn't really matter if God is in the middle of your relationship. It doesn't seem as if God has helped them much. To that, I want to quote something that Mahatma Gandhi said. He said, I like your Christ. I do not like your Christians. Your Christians are so unlike your Christ. That is to say this, just because some people don't have great relationships and they don't reflect God's relationship, that has nothing to do with God. See, you have to be able to separate God from man. You have to be able to separate creation from the creator. You have to be able to separate the father from the child. And you definitely have to be able to separate the student from the master. Consider this, if a student is bad, Would you say then that the master is bad? No. All it means is that the student needs to listen to the master more and do what the master says. Then the student will grow up and will be able to achieve something similar to what the master achieves. The same is true of relationships. Just because you know somebody who knows God doesn't mean that they're following God. So that's to say that has nothing to do with you. Let God lead you. Listen to his principles, understand it, and then follow it wisely. You will find that your relationship not only survives like God's relationship, you will find that it thrives and then you will truly be one with your partner. Now that you know why it's important for God to lead you, you need to be able to answer these two questions. How do I get God to lead me? And how do I know it's God leading me? For the first question, How do I get God to lead me? The answer is simple. You have to read the words inspired by God. If you don't know where to start, there's a large repository of those words in a book called the Bible. It has about 66 books, and it actually is a library. So you can get a lot out of it. And after you read it, you have to position your heart in a place where you're ready to actually humble yourself and submit to it. When you read the words of God or the words inspired by God, and you submit yourself to it, is when you will find yourself most likely to be led by God. Now for the second question, how do I know if it's God leading me? The answer is equally as simple. Every single thing that God asks you to do is going to be motivated by love, and it's going to fulfill the requirement of love. Now here's the question, 
What is love? This seems like a question that most people can't answer. Most people think it's a feeling. Most people think that it's something that just drops on them. Nobody can really answer this question. But love can simply be defined as this. Love is selfless sacrifice to serve and meet the needs of others. That means that love is not about you. It's about the other person. So therefore, if you're operating in love, you're finding yourself adding value to somebody else. Love does not leave a debit in people. It leaves a profit in them. Once you've decided that it is God leading you and you take the right action, you will find that your relationship starts to go from strength to strength and that it will be much better than where it is today. I hope you make the decision to allow God to lead you. To learn more about how God can positively affect your relationship, check out our mini book titled, Okay to Exceptional.